Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew, and we are quickly coming to the end of it. We're at the point where Jesus has been seized by the religious rulers, found guilty of blasphemy by them, hauled before Pilate, and we're in the midst of all that happened with that. And just the one account that we're going to look at today is 12 verses long out of Matthew. And then Mark and Luke and John all have extended passages, I think 12, 15, 16 verses long about this account. And this sort of shows us how important this is in the eyes of the Lord, okay? That he's given us detail. And no one gospel gives us all the detail. And so we're going to be doing what we've done previously, looking at all the gospels to where we have the full account. Uh, The Lord spends a lot of time showing what happened in the final moments of Jesus' life. There's a reason for that. There's a purpose for that to where we can see perhaps even comprehend what it is that the Lord did for us, okay? Some serious stuff here. So this is Matthew chapter 27, verse 15. It says this, Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the people any one prisoner whom they wanted. At that time, they were holding a notorious prisoner called Barabbas, or Bar Abbas, Bar, son of Abbas, father. Abba, Aramaic word for father, son of the father. Verse 17. So when the people gathered together, Pilate said to them, Who do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? Now, by the time we get done with all the Gospels, you're going to see that Pilate really wanted to release Jesus. As a matter of fact, he was doing everything that he could in light of the situation and circumstance that he had placed himself in, you know? The bottom line is this, and we'll actually see it in one of the other Gospels. He wanted to please the people. He wanted to satisfy the people. I've got news for you, leaders. If you lead from the point and perspective of trying to satisfy the people, of trying to please the people, you'll never be able to do it. You can only lead from the point of truth. You can only lead by proclaiming the truth, by teaching the truth, by living the truth, and doing that which the Lord has called you to do at that moment. You cannot do it by pleasing the people. And boy, Pilate found that out the hard way. So here he's asking him, do you want me to release to you Barabbas, Barabbas, or Jesus who is called Christ? And in Matthew's account, he calls him Christ, the Messiah, They knew who Barabbas was, and we'll see in the other Gospels that gives us more detail. He was an insurrectionist. He was a murderer, and they knew who he was. Verse 18, for he knew that because of envy they had handed him over. Pilate knew, he discerned and understood that it was because of envy that the chief priests and religious rulers had handed Jesus over to him. He knew that. Verse 19, While he was sitting on the judgment seat, this is Pilate, his wife sent a message to him saying this, have nothing to do with that righteous man. For last night, I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. That last night is translated last night in English. It literally means this, for today, 
I have suffered greatly in a dream because of him. And that's interesting because, uh, you know, with the Jewish uh, timing of the day, it began at sunset. So she was asleep at what we call night, but it was the same day. Even the, the Roman, which we're under, which, where the day begins at midnight, she had had a dream that day and said, don't have anything to do with it because I suffered greatly. We don't know how she suffered greatly. We really don't know what that entails. <laughs> That's sort of an interesting thing, isn't it? But something had stirred within her, and she warned her husband. Verse 20, but the chief priest and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. That gives us some understanding that we're going to see in the other Gospels about why some things happened. Okay, The religious rulers persuaded and instigated the crowds against Jesus. The religious rulers instigated the masses, the Jewish people, the ones that were there, the very ones that a few days later were declaring him to be Messiah when he came into town, now following their leadership, they instigated Jesus being killed. Don't think the same thing doesn't happen today, folks. It does. But, verse 21, the governor said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Pilate said to them, and here is uh, this statement is, you know, at first you think, uh oh, he made a mistake right here. And he probably did. But the mistake was driven out of the fact that he's trying to please the people. So, you know, the scripture says there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. There's no doubt. That's what the scripture. But you got to know what kind of counselors you're dealing with. And in this situation, in this circumstance, in this kind of thing, generally speaking, just about always, I want to say 100 percent of the time, but I can't quite say that the masses are wrong. Pilate said to them, then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? Notice how he drives on that point. Who's called Christ? He's the Christ. He's the Messiah. What am I to do with him? <clears throat> Boy, don't you know he was shocked when they yelled back, crucify him. Kill him. That's the thing that he's already heard that religious rulers wanted to do to him. And now the masses are demanding it. And he said, what evil has he done? But they kept shouting all the more, crucifying, crucifying. See, he's trying to have a dialogue right here. <laughs> you ever had try to have a dialogue with a mass of people that have been instigated and instigated the wrong way? Yeah, it ain't going to happen. Okay, Crucifying, crucifying. When Pilate saw that he was accomplishing nothing, well, no joke, but rather that a riot was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd and said, I'm innocent of this man's blood. See to that yourself. He's letting them know, I am innocent. He's saying, the Roman government is innocent from this. Well, Jesus clarifies that later on in one of the other Gospels. Because Jesus says, uh, yeah, the one who handed me over to you shares the greater sin and the greater guilt. He didn't say he's guiltless. said that they're greater. Okay? But here he's trying to wash his hands clean of this. Verse 25. And all the people said, his blood shall be on us and our children. What? His blood will be on us and our children. Actually, based upon a passage you see out of Joshua, they were declaring, hey, the blood of this guy right here can be on us and not only upon us, but upon our children. And let me tell you, 
it has been upon them and it has been upon their children. Not in a way that you hear some people declaring things, okay? But there has been blood. Now, the last verse for today, verse 26, Matthew. Then Pilate released Barabbas for them. But after having scourged Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. That's the Matthew account. Like I said, we'll look at Mark, Luke, and John because they give some more detail about a lot of things. But do you see? Do you see what the Lord has done for us? Do you see what he went through for us? Do you see the principles of life of how we should live in truth? And if you try to equivocate, you try to uh, please the masses, if you try to have it both ways, if you try to, it's just not going to work. Even uh, the best that the world could offer in trying to deal with this could not get clarity and understanding as to what the truth was. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. We'll press on the next episode. I'll see you then. Goodbye.